Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to Meta Talks, where we bring in experts to dive deep into all things metaverse. With your hosts, Kate Hancock and Daniel Robbins. Welcome to another day of Meta Talks. This one is very special for me because it's something I'm extremely passionate about. And I sort of manifested talking to Fred here. And I'll tell you all about that later. At first, though, I uh, very also very excited because we are announcing today officially that the event in the Philippines is going to be held as an immersive adventure, a Web3 immersive adventure in Cumigan Island, the first of its kind in the Philippines. And I'm very excited about that. So check out metaverse-xyz.com. And we'd love to see you out in the Philippines. I know Fred's going to be there. So uh, welcome, Fred. And I'm going to read Fred's bio here, and then you'll understand why I am super passionate about this. So he is a meditation extremist. Uh, five years as business development before for Booking.com, which we shared some interesting stories. He was an entrepreneur in wellness, stress pain reduction since 2008. He wondered why the beach had such a healing effect on the body and mind and invented Sensory reality, I guess SR, initially to stimulate healing that the beach gave. Today, Sensix is utilized for mental health and well-being, PTSD, addiction, phobias, education, and I love this one, serious fun. Welcome, Fred. Thank you, Daniel. Okay. Nice yeah. to be in your show. Yeah, absolutely, Fred. Um, I'm curious. I was able to experience the pod. Can you tell us? What was the story? I know you're 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 into meditation, but can you tell can you tell us the story? How did this come up? Yeah, yes, Med meditation is really nice, you know. And when you're uh, when you're in a peaceful situation and you can relax and you you do your mantra, you feel really good. But once you start uh, entrepreneuring and being in real life and getting all the stress and the and, and the burdens and the financial uh, challenges, you know. Meditation doesn't always help, you know. Uh, so at one point, I get the stress was building up, and um, yeah, it, it was not it was not so easy to relax for me anymore. Uh, so it was a little bit uh, the difference, like being peaceful in meditation. I did a lot of that. I still do it a lot. It's it's, it's a really nice tool, but the real life, you know, can sometimes uh, be a bit more uh, stressful than you can. Uh, that you can stay relaxed for so at one day i was a little bit uh, stressed with, with, with my company and then uh, i thought okay let's go to the dutch beach take a little rest and i just noticed that i started to relax actually uh, quite fast and uh, i thought wow how is it possible actually you know because i'm only on the beach i was meditating to get the stress away but it, somehow i couldn't find the peace you know it was I was I kept on being in this panicky state all the time, but when I was on the beach, 
very fast I started to calm down uh, and, and started also to think positive again and to relax. And I thought, well, that's a bit straight. So I thought, what ha what happens right now outside of myself? I just focused a little bit on the sound of the waves. I felt the wind on my skin and a little bit the people and the birds around me. And uh, it, was, it was a nice uh, sunny uh, day. So I felt the warmth of the sun. It was all very comforting. And I thought, well, all these things you can also stimulate, actually. So what if you would create a, a space in which you can stimulate all the sensory stimulations? Can you then still get the, the beach feeling without the beach? So that was initially a, a bit a crazy idea. Then, um, yeah, long story short, I went to the University of Delft, uh, which is a technical university in the Netherlands. I came up with the idea. I got some help from them. Then we, we got a, a little group of startups. It was already, that was in two, between 2011 and 2016 that happened. And we start building the whole uh, concept, which is uh, which you can see on the on the back here, the sensory reality pod, a multi-sensory ex experience pod. And initially, the idea was: can you get the beach feeling without without the beach? Um, and well, then we were a bit lucky. The first prototype worked quite well, and then we got help from uh, a neuroscientist, a professor from the Netherlands. He works with TNO, and TNO is a government-backed science group. They have all the smart people from Netherlands, they, they work at TNO and they help like uh, innovations in the Netherlands and they're like a science uh, group. And we got uh, uh, funded by, by them, we got the knowledge grant. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, this has a lot of potential in mental health care, like for traumas, for anxieties, uh, depressions and addictions. And um, so they helped us uh, bringing this further and they um, de developed with us one and a half year we got a lot of knowledge in the neuroscience department and the neurobiology department and also their uh, cognitive uh, psychology department and um if you if it's okay for you i can uh, explain you something which we learned from them yeah absolutely yeah all right because that is really uh, significant actually um because your brain is actually a little computer big computer which which stores experiences and the brain takes a lot of energy so like 20 25 percent of all the body's energy is consumed by the brain so your brain actually likes to stay a bit passive it's the same as your body you know your body also wants to be a bit more passive because uh we want to be lazy because we don't want to uh, spend too much energy because energy is life and ten thousand years ago you know you have to run to a deer you know for the whole day and then carry it back to camp and then you can uh, you can eat today you know every corner of the street has a as a as a as a, as a snack bar or something but uh, still the body is programmed to save energy so your brain as well and whenever you observe something your brain actually uh shuts a bit down and and is more like an observer so if you if you watch like maybe television listen to some music listen to somebody telling a story do a presentation you're observing and there's a big difference between observing and an experience every time you experience something your brain is way more active takes a lot more energy and when when whenever you uh, have like a multi-sensory real life experience your brain interprets the experience and decides the emotion and connects it together and stores it in your brain and the next time you experience it you get a replay of the initial experience 
And this is actually what a trauma is and what anxieties is. And all the experiences that we have in life get stored in your brain. And the initial experience, they really determine how you, uh, how you experience things, you know. So maybe sometimes people might react a little bit strange because uh, of something small. But maybe they had a bad experience in the past and then the brain just kicks in and gets a certain emotion or a fear or an anxiety or some state out of uh, a past experience. And this is uh, the way to get from this observing state to this participation state. You actually need coherent multi-sensory experiences to really switch your brain into this experience mode, so to say. Mm. Uh, then we thought, wow, this is um, very, very interesting, actually, because there's a lot of audiovisual content in the world, a lot of media, which is beautiful, hyper-realistic, but still, you're looking, actually, you're observing a screen. And in order to really uh, get into an experience, like to bridge the gap from, uh, from, from really observing to experience, you need, like, actually a multi-sensory uh, experience. So... We call the concept sensory reality, like a multi-sensory media player in which you enter, in which you can really experience um, uh, yeah, narratives, stories, or maybe also re-experience your, your past emotions. And you can also help uh, change the emotions to that past memories, which is uh, psychotherapy, basically, uh, but then in, uh, yeah, in a more efficient uh, manner. Wow, Fred, I have to say, guys, for all of you guys listening, I was able to experience it myself. So if you, you see the photos behind Fred, it kind of looks like a sauna. You're sitting there and you put Oculus. And I have to say, it really does remind me when you're meditating. And the crazy thing is you smell what you're seeing. And I was like blown away. I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting this really good. But again, that sensory reality, I could see how you get really relaxed and it really feels like you could go in a deep meditation and you're out there. And so this is something that I love of the part of the technology of the Web3 as we are heading out there. I mean, the sensory of like immersive experience and smell and sound all together. And this is helping humanity. And so Fred, is this your purpose is this something that what is your big hairy audacious goal for the company big hairy audacious goal right well uh yeah, i'm a big fan of the matrix and mm. uh, i suspect we're already in it you know uh but uh, i really believe in that the the brain that's where the experience happened right it, it controls all your your hormonal systems your emotions and you have these senses, which are actually the gateways to the outside world and the inside world. And um, once you can uh, tap into that and utilize that, you can really do a lot because there's a lot of people, of course, on the planet today, and we all want to be fulfilled, to be satisfied, to be happy. And there's all that are all emotions and uh, that are all uh, experiences. And um, once you can digitize that, so to say, I think you can do a, you can solve a lot of problems uh, uh, because of uh, sustainability, but also um, yeah, quality of life and, and just happiness uh, in the end, because you can do something, some things maybe to feel satisfied, maybe uh, buy some sh new shoes or something. 
but maybe you can also just get a really satisfying experience to really make you make you feel good and in the end i think that has a lot of uh, solutions for for mental health and um uh yeah that that also to create a sustainable planet in the end you know if you can uh, bridge the gap between observing and experience it uh, yeah it's actually the metaverse right which is uh which the world is, is going to right now and the, the more real you can make that yeah the more uh, problems you can solve for it yeah absolutely dan yeah so like i mentioned early on this is something i'm i'm very passionate having suffered from pretty severe anxiety since I was like 12 years old. And so I understand from, you know, teen uh, mental health has, has been really bad the last few years. Adult mental health has been really bad the last few years. And even though we have more things that we could do and more abilities and more uh, access, it seems like things just get worse and worse. And then you also have, um, you know, the, the conversation around how's mental health going to be with virtual worlds and we might not even really be talking to human beings in the future. So I think the great thing is, though, that a lot of people are not on the conversation around, you know, VR and AR and XR and these these tools that can actually help humanity. So when I saw what you were doing in Amsterdam, I was blown away because I was just having a conversation with Kate around I wonder if somebody is using VR and experience to actually help with mental health and anxiety and fears, specifically phobias and fears. That's something I've dealt with. So uh, I'm, I'm just really, you know, blown away by the fact that you're creating the five senses. I've never seen that anywhere where somebody is doing all five senses at one time. Uh, can you talk through what are you doing with, uh, I, I believe you had mentioned there's like an FDA uh, in Europe, like a, a similar version of where you can, you know, I think you're going through some trials now, if I'm not mistaken, can you talk through that? Yes, uh, sure. Uh, at the moment we are doing like, uh, seven clinical trials. Uh, it's just actually not us doing the trials because we are creatives and technicians and we make software, hardware, electronics and everything. And also VR environments and we love to do it, but we are not uh, the scientists, right? So uh what what happened quite a lot is that the, the science they they picked he picked us up because they understand uh the the power of of of, yeah, of the senses which can help them solve uh mental health problems faster and uh these trials uh normally they got they get they can get they get grants for instance and uh they buy uh, one of our pots and they also ask us to create the environments and then they do the clinical trials. And right now they are, for instance, Dutch Ministry of Defense for traumas, uh, PTSD, uh, also some uh, other science institutions uh, in Europe, in France, for instance, for uh, addictions and uh, anxieties as well. And yeah, these are uh, currently uh, running and that's very exciting. Uh, so the the uh, one of my favorite is called mindfulness-based relapse prevention. So it, they, they are combining like uh, we create six exper experience for them uh, to to learn mindfulness and for other experience to get the, the, the client suffering from addiction to uh, get them into the seductive environment 
And then they have to use their mindfulness techniques. So really focusing on the now and not focusing on the on the impulses. Okay, the impulses can come, but they also go and you don't have to respond for it. So then you can really create uh, tools for uh, self-care. And um, this is also, I think, the future of digital uh, health anyways. Mm -hmm. It will be more and more self-care uh, tools and uh, that people can uh, also do at home. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Fred, I know it's in a pod right now. So do you think there will be a time where it's just going to be uh, wearables, where it's just going to be a glasses where people could just turn on and, and experience it that way? Do you think uh, how, how I'm sure that's going to be years of of creating that technology, but um, are you guys building that currently? With yeah, we, we, we really believe in, uh, in, in in the pot because you really create like a really enclosed environment. You shut down all the sensory uh, stuff from the outside and you create like a blank space, like like a grid, so to say. And there you fill it in with uh, with the multi-sensory experience and you make it as coherent as possible. And uh, yeah, so we, we will definitely uh, keep working with pods. There are some uh, really good solutions already with VR and uh, fragrance. They're also very powerful and uh, also, of course, more accessible and more mobile. Uh, but we really uh, stick with uh, with the pods also because you have a really nice environment where you also, also can do the measurements. For instance, we can measure also biofeedback uh, 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 like uh, heart rate, viability, skin conductance, um, of course, mm -hmm. heart rate, breathing, and yeah, that can be really, uh, yeah, really useful as well to learn, uh, to learn more about, for instance, where a certain trauma trigger is or what certain stress levels there are uh, uh, coming up. And about stress levels, one one very nice use case is also the employee well-being. More and more large co corporates really uh, feel also the responsibility to keep their employees and colleagues mentally relaxed and and happy basically and um yeah so i, I see yes yeah so it's it's corporation like it helps burn out and people get clarity then they can perform better and you know more effective so is that going to be so you have a pods for um psychotherapists or is that health and then some corporations and who else how? Yeah, so yeah, this, this for instance uh, was our first use case 2018. It was a care home with the elderly people and mentally disabled people. And we did 120 clients. Uh, we tested them um, for three months. We measured all the biofeedback and also subjective grid was also analyzed by, by the caretaker. And then the results were actually uh, quite good before, during, after. People were let, less sad, uh, more relaxed. Uh, more happy, less tensed. And also, again, Tino made the whole analysis and did the whole report. And for them, the, we built really big uh, wheelchair accessible pods. So they're now uh, in uh, several different care homes in the Netherlands for improving quality of life by providing sensory activation for people that are in a care home all day, which mm -hmm. is actually not a really yeah, healthy uh, situation because you also need a variety of sensory stimulations to keep everything going, so to say. So if you don't have that, you know, it's sometimes you say use it or lose it. You have to keep also the experience system going, you know, because our whole life is, of course, yeah, we humans, we are made to experience. It's what all our life is about. 
and uh, that's what we need and, and want as well. So once you uh, are not so mobile anymore, or you're in a, in a care, or even in an office, right? It's 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 the same. You're 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 too much doing all day the same thing and. Yeah, actually, we, we we belong a little bit more in, in, in the nature, you know, in uh, in a nice, beautiful environment where there's a lot of variety of, uh, of things to experience. And there's a bit what uh, yeah what we lost uh, with our advanced society. We get more and more and more shift away from the nature, and th and it's also very stressful uh, for for our minds, I think. So. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was thinking like even athletes before they have to perform, right? I mean, there's so many use cases. I imagine if, like you mentioned, I've seen a lot of employees or companies where they'll put, you know, relaxation places within or relaxation uh, like massage chairs or something. But this, this is something that seems like it'd be, you know, very useful in, in different environments. Are you finding though after people? I know if you meditate for a while, it's like a muscle, like you really build up that muscle. Are you finding that people, if they do this outside of when they're in, in the actual pod, if they're just meditating without the VR, does it make them stronger or what are the extra benefits in terms of, so I use this and then I also, maybe I don't always need it. Are you finding that or do, do, do people have to continually only use the pod with the VR? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good question. Actually, it's not a VR pod, uh, so sometimes quite a lot of people don't even use the VR. They just enjoy the multisensory experience, you know, with the colors and uh, and the sound and the fragrance, and uh, especially also in care homes and elderly people, there it's a bit sometimes too invasive to use the VR headset. But the nice thing about the brain, you know, it just gets all these impulses and start to respond, and that's actually what the experience is. Of course, if you add VR, I love it. I'm, I'm an addict, uh, but you, you don't. You might not always. Uh, you always not always need it. Um, and I think, as a company, we're a bit too young to say, okay, what is it can do on a on a long term effect. So basically, uh, yeah, you talk about uh, sports. This morning, I had a call with, uh, by coincidence, a uh, a former uh, Olympic champion. Uh, he was a he was a rower, you know. Holland, a lot of water, a lot of rowers and people like that. And um, yeah, he, he was also, um, he, he made an app with, with also again uh, a patented um, algorithm, also again by this TNO organization. So they, they linked us together that you can really predict uh, burnouts actually, because mm. if you measure certain vitals and they all go up, in a period of time, then you know you're not uh, relaxing enough, so it starts building up. And there, are, and yeah, these are very nice things you can do also uh, for for intervenience and also to yeah to, to uh, get a performance. Uh, you know, get get better performance. Another uh, nice idea we got from the University of Italy. They are close to the Milana soccer team. They would like something uh, they thought about, call it active visualization. You know, when you you focus your mind on certain actions, your, your body can also perform them better. So once you experience your your goals and your actions, like more like a visualization, a multi-sensory visualization, the more you can experience that, feel it and, 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 and smell it, 
perhaps the better you can also perform. But those are just very nice, cool ideas we, we, we haven't been testing yet. But it's, um, yeah, it's food for thought, I think. I personally, I believe in it. Uh, but... mm, yeah. Dan? Yeah, I would probably say Michael Jordan probably would say the same thing. You know, if you, uh, what people might think is impossible, if you can visualize it, and if you can get in deeper state, I mean, that's how, I guess I love how people say at any point, everything seemed impossible, but somebody figured it out. So it's uh, no, I think it's there's a lot of use cases, it sounds like. So that'll be it'll be interesting for your organization as you continue. You know, where do you spend the time and and, uh, you know, how do you continue to grow for those like Kate mentioned? Easeability. Obviously, it's probably difficult to ship this all around the world. So um, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of curious, Dan. Um, how did you? What is the technology? How is that possible? It, it blows my mind that you can smell whatever you're seeing. Like that's crazy for me. Like where is that coming from? From the pods? Like this is wild. Yeah, that, that's actually uh, one of the was 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 also a challenge. We have over 100 fragrances, uh, which you can um, yeah, vary from. Uh, maybe nature very nice nature but also like really experienced fragrances like uh, metal or fuel or maybe smoke sometimes for research we get uh, the request to make the, the fragrance of blood and uh, all those crazy fragrances we can all uh, produce them and of course we have we built the software the sdks for the game engines unity uh, and unreal so anybody can what we call sensify the experience so really program any also interactive experience into a multi-sensory experience that can then be played uh, be played in the pod so it's yeah like really like a uh, yeah like a maybe like a synthesizer that you can just program and uh, and play are you the only uh, company that's doing this the sensory reality or are there some other people from other parts of the world yeah, as far as we know uh, we haven't really uh, came across anybody wow. that, that does it but uh yeah we, we did over 150 events uh we actually launched in uh austin southwest southwest 2017 got a lot of exposure uh we got a lot of visits even from sony and uh, all those big brands you know they just come uh, have a look so yeah probably you know i i i worked at booking.com for five years and my uh ceo always said when there's no competition, you know, probably what you're doing uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. So I'm not really uh, well, you, you, afraid of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes it's very hard to be the first. But sometimes being the first, you, you know, you get rewarded. And now, by the way, I love how the, the um, connection of Booking.com, I mean, Jeff Hoffman, the pr founder of Priceline, is a good friend of ours and one of our yeah. speakers. And so um, I love how you're doing what you're doing. But uh, Fred, when I was there experiencing it, I can't stop talking to my friends about it because it's really is an amazing sensory reality experience. Um, and I'm telling them how it is. And then now everybody's like, oh, I want to experience. I have to say, if you get a chance to visit, you know, you guys pods, I mean, do it. But it kind of really reminds me of, I use Joe Dispenza a lot, like in YouTube, like that's how it makes me help relax when I'm anxious. Again, entrepreneurs, we go to a lot of crap, right? And so that what kind of reminds me of like 
listening to Joe Dispenza's meditation, but even way 10 times better. Like that's my experience was. Yeah, that's, that's really nice to, to hear, uh, Kate. And I must say, uh, I had it myself too the first time and I was really surprised how that, how that was so powerful. And later we learned because your brain is such a powerful, uh, machine. And whenever you, the, the senses, David, they are, it's really, yeah, it goes really deep when you're in, when you're in this experience mode. Mm -hmm. You actually, your brain is actually like uh, rewrite, it's, it's, it's pro programming and, and rewrite. For instance, if you, if you experience a traumatic event, uh, you need a few hours. Generally, they say two hours that the event is writing itself into the brain, the trauma. Mm -hmm. So actually you're constantly writing and re and whenever you uh, do psychotherapy, you do a re-experience. And whenever the trauma comes back, you again have two hours to, to rewrite it. So it's really like a, like a very powerful, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's your core basically of, of, of what you are. So it's really, when you start activating that, yeah, it feels really, uh, it feels really strong and, uh, that was for us also, yeah. yeah. Well, More luck and wisdom, to be honest. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, now, Fred, when is the a timeline? When is this going to be readily available for everyone, for our corporates? Um, I know you're going through some testings right now. Like, what what is the timeline? Is it a year from now or very soon? Oh, we're actually uh, already in uh, full uh, sales mode, so we're. Uh, Currently, uh, we're selling like a couple, uh, let's uh, a couple units per month. Let's say uh, it's, it's really starting to to uh, to grow now. We have been experimenting a lot in the past, also uh, finding the the use cases and then also uh, developing uh, around it and uh, seeing okay where can we add the most value. And our our main focus is really the mental health and well-being. And then from uh, clinical, but more more to the soft, the self-care uh, solutions. And um, so, yeah, we, pots can already be, be ordered at the moment. Um, and we, of course, keep on, uh, keep on developing and maybe in the future, a few years from now, we also want to go to the, to the home market, but that, uh, that can take a little, uh, a little longer, but. Awesome. I'm wondering, yeah, I'm wondering about the fears and phobias obviously this is you know very relaxing and very immersive meditation experience like you said sensory but i'm really wondering about the opposite where you actually face your fear has have you done anything like that is that i don't know if that's allowed or not allowed or if it needs to be with you know somebody who's like a therapist or professional but to me when i saw this that's really what i've been thinking is in order to, for, you know, someone to usually get over a fear, they many times have to face the fear and realize, you know, it's not going to, uh, it's not going to kill them or, you know, something bad's going to happen. And cause that's what I've been basically living with half my life. So I'm curious, how do I, if, you know, somebody like me who I really want to face my fears, but in this safer environment, is that something that you're already testing? Yeah, that's what uh, they do with, uh, with, uh, with the trauma um, uh, trials, it's always with a uh, with a clinician uh, because uh, when you start to uh, 
we do then we call it multi-sensory shock exposure it's also you can see it also on our website how that goes there are some uh, movies about it and to really get somebody back into the back into the trauma and then you can uh, perform certain uh, methods one of it for instance emdr or another one is uh, you can work with some uh, beta blocker to prevent the rewrite of the trauma but this is already the clinical mental health and you cannot really uh, you cannot really do it yourself i think but on the other hand if you look at uh, any game uh, you know any 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 war game or any scary movie uh, yeah it's it's i think the same thing that you can uh, it's it's yeah you you can do it but uh, yeah maybe you can also get into that anxiety stage when, when you when you watch like a, a horror movie or something amazing yeah thank you Fred. so if they want to get a pod they want to learn more about the pods how can they get in touch with you yeah best is uh, just go to the website and uh, there are two options you can book a call with us directly via Calendly or you just do a, uh, a request via the, via the form and then we contact you and then we'll look at your use case and your request and uh, yeah whenever what we like always most is really like new type of use cases then we can also sometimes even build uh, for free we build the whole uh, VR environments to uh, support uh, the research and yeah of course we like to get more and more uh, added value and uh one really nice one is also events as you have seen there's always big lines and and rows for the pot there's also uh yeah, if, if like corporates companies want to uh hire or rent or buy a pot it's all uh that's all yes. possible yeah. got it yeah, all website. got it sensix.com s-e-n-s-i-k-s right yeah awesome yeah. now this has been great fred i really appreciate it so happy that we met I truly think if, you know, 10, 20 years from now, the sensory reality might change the world. I think it will change the world. And I think we're going to go back to this day when Fred talked about it, when he was the first one to really dive in. The fact you've been doing it for five years or over five years, you're really a pioneer in this space. So uh, I can't wait to see how far this company goes and how far this impacts the world. So thank you, Fred, for being here. Thank you for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe and visit metatalks.com. That's talks with a Z.